You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. Marcus, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is Friday night, the 5th of January, 2024. Wow, it's a new year. It's a lot of stuff going on. And remember, folks, I told you before Christmas time, it is going to be a busy, busy January. Why? Because we've got the primaries coming up, and I have put the word out to folks and said, come on in. We've got the studio. Folks want to hear you. And I've got Mr. Paul Hill is here in the studio tonight. He is one of the candidates that is literally running. Yes, he had a video up there of him running from house to house, and uh, he is uh, running for the new place two in the Kyle area that this is a uh, new justice of the peace position that the county has uh, uh, made and we're going to talk about that and talk about the race and talk about what is it that a JP does and also talking about some county stuff well kind of in a way with that uh, well we had some people getting notices taped to their door and uh, we have got folks going around the county that should be doing some other work that are handing out jury summits. Okay, what the heck's going on with that one? Well, something happened. We're still finding out. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the second half of the show. And we're going to talk about being connected or disconnected and what we need to do to make sure that we keep those connections open. You are listening to We the People. This is a political commentary show here on KZSM.org, and it is a political commentary show. The views expressed on the show are those of the hosts and the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA. All right. Well, Paul, welcome into the studio tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's really an honor. So give you a little bit of a background here that I normally don't have with most political candidates is that uh, Paul is a rattler. Okay. He, I am. I am. He graduated. What year did you guys graduate? Uh, 2009. 2009. And uh, my daughter and uh, Paul have uh, kept in touch on Facebook, as a lot of folks have. And mm-hmm. uh, I was up there at uh, over in South Dakota over the holidays. And she said, hey, Paul's running for something. And I said, what's he running for? And I said, let's get us in touch and yeah. uh, see if uh, he wants to come on here and get on the show and talk to you. So, Paul, 
Welcome to uh, We the People here, KCSM. Thank you for having me. It's it really feels kind of like kismet, you know. When when Rebecca reached out to me and said, "Hey, my dad has this radio station. He would you know love to have you as a guest to talk about the position in the race." I got so excited, partially because I'll talk to anybody about anything for any amount of time. You know, I'm kind of a talker. Well, but. let's. Okay, so let's go back a little bit. So you uh, graduated and you went to uh, where for school? So I uh, I graduated from the University of North Texas in okay. Denton. I actually started my college career at a small Christian university in Arkansas. Uh, that didn't work out for a variety of reasons. Um, and so I transferred to the University of North Texas and ended up graduating from there in 2013. Okay. And then you went on to get your law degree. Yes. I graduated from the University of Texas in 2016. All right. And so you come out with a minute law degree. What law did you get into? What, uh, what field? Yeah. So when I graduated from law school, um, I wanted to save the world. <laughs> and um, and I got a job with uh, Texas Rio Grande Legal Aid. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar. No, with I that. am. Please go ahead um, and, and let folks know just real briefly about them. Yeah. So Texas Rio Grande Legal Aid, they're a nonprofit uh, law firm, and they have lawyers for uh, free or very low cost for people who are experiencing a variety of issues, mostly issues that face low-income people. You know, there is the threshold. You have to be living in poverty or, or near the poverty line. And I uh, ended up doing family law. So I was doing divorces and child custody cases, particularly for people who had experienced domestic or sexual violence. And I was doing that actually in Corpus Christi, Texas, is I did that for year and a half, close to two years. Okay. And then when did you move back into the Kyle area? So uh, Kyle specifically, I moved in September of 2021. Okay. So just right back in the middle of, oh Lord, COVID time and, yes. uh, you know, you're moving and trying to settle back in and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you knew the area and you said, yes. Hey, I want to be back uh, in, you know, back in the hometown area. Right. Absolutely. You know, my partner and I were selling down, we're looking for a home to buy. And obviously uh, we were living in Austin at the time and obviously home prices in Austin are yeah. impossible, but it also seemed like a good opportunity to come home. You know, like I grew up in San Marcos and it's funny when I was 17, 18 years old, graduating high school, I was like, I'm getting out of here and I'm never coming back. (laughs) But now that I'm in my early thirties, I'm like, you know, San Marcos is not a bad area. It's central, South central Texas. It's beautiful here. My family is here. I've got a lot of friends in the area. There's lots of jobs. You know, it's just, it's a really great place to live. So when we were looking at buying a home and and finding somewhere to, to be, somewhere to call home, it made sense to look in the Kyle San Marcos area. So you're able to do the legal aid. And folks, if you don't realize, this is this nonprofit uh, that he's talking about, the Rio Grande uh, um, Legal Aid, mm-hmm. is one of the only backstops that we have statewide for folks that are running into legal problems yeah, and they are swamped, they are backed up and you know, they can only do so much. Right. And I've, you know, I, I constantly, this is one of the referrals that I usually give to people when they run into trouble. Mm-hmm. If, you know, how do I get a lawyer in this that I have to, you know, let them know that, you know, that they're going to be real picky about what they take on and, right. and getting in. But that said, that is for those that are low income, for those that are struggling. 
most people do not know the legal system. Most people don't know, you know, what we're going to be talking about tonight right. about, you know, okay, so CPS came and took my kids away. All right. What, you know, what do I do? Right. Okay. What are my legal, you know, I can't go out and afford a lawyer. What do I do? Mm -hmm. And what would you recommend to people, you know, when they get into this situation? What are the things that they need to know, you know, for, you know, I guess where I'm going to swing this back to is a lot of the JP work, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute, Mm -hmm. has to do with evictions has to do with uh right. you know with um you're right family domestic abuse it is that first court that right. you go to absolutely right so what what are some things that people need to know about our legal system so the a, a really great resource that trala tra, T, trla trala has is texas law help it's a, it's a website texaslawhelp.org and it has basically kind of a I'm in this situation, what do I do? And it's a really great starting point. Now, in the specific scenario that you mentioned with uh, CPS taking somebody's children, I actually used to be a CPS prosecutor. I was, okay. I was the lawyer on the other side of that. Um, and anybody who cannot afford a lawyer is, is going to be given to one in those situations. In most civil cases, people are not entitled to, uh, to representation, but in that specific situation, they are because the right to your children is on the line. And some courts have called that, you know, the civil death penalty is, is what they've called it. So when your parental rights are at risk, you are entitled to an attorney. But the, the best thing you can do is go to Texas Law Help is a really good resource or even, you know, reaching out to Trala as well, because you were right. We were super picky whenever we were choosing our cases, but something that every single person that applied got was a letter explaining their, their situation as we understood it and the next steps that they can do. So even uh, one of our goals at Trala was even if we can't help you specifically, even if we can't represent you, we're going to put you on the right path. We are going to get you in touch with with an organization or somebody who can help you, somebody who can explain what's going on. And uh, another thing is just, particularly in criminal issues, check if you are entitled to representation. I know that you know some people have qualms about court-appointed attorneys or public defenders, but I know a lot of really great court-appointed attorneys and really great public defenders that take their work seriously and really care about the people that they represent. So that's what I would recommend. Texas Law Help and seeing if a lawyer is available to you for free in your situation. Okay, so let's jump ahead then. Kind of set this up. But, you know, most people are going to ask, all right, Justice of the Peace, place two, dash two, what in the heck are we talking about here? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm I, a political, those that listen to the show quite regularly know that, yes, I'm a political geek, and I do know these <laughs> things. Uh, but there's Me still too. some stuff that, you know, I wasn't... I wasn't totally aware on this race until we got talking about. Mm. So tell everybody about this new place. Tell us about the the position and, you know, kind of a a brief about what what it is that the responsibilities are. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a new justice of the peace position that has been created by the commissioner's court in precinct two in Hayes County. 
And Justice of the Peace Precinct 2 is a little bit different from County Commissioner's Court Precinct 2. They, they overlap in a lot of areas, but there's five Justices of the Peace and there's four County Commissioners. I feel like I'm getting a little wonky here. But uh, Precinct 2 covers Kyle and the surrounding area. It goes out uh, east to the county line to, to the Uland area, and then it goes west to Mountain City and kind of a little bit of Central Hayes County, but not very much. And they created the second seat because, as I'm sure everybody here knows, everybody listening knows, the growth in Kyle and the surrounding area has been insane. You know, I remember when I was a kid, we would drive up 35 and all Kyle was was the Dairy Queen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's it's rivaling San Marcos in its size. And San Marcos has had two justices of the peace for, for a good while now. And um, it's time that Kyle had one, too. So now they've created this second position. It was uh, approved in August, and it was officially created in October. And it's the same jurisdiction as the current Justice of the Peace that's been there. She, I believe, was first elected in 98 or 99. Right. And this is Beth Smith. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it has concurrent jurisdiction with her and basically sharing the responsibilities because there's so much growth and so much going on that you need two justices of the peace. Right. In that and area. so just to clarify, they are not running against ju- uh, um, justice of the peace, Beth Smith, no. who has been there for many years. Correct. And, uh, you know, she's, I think she's still got a few more years before she's going to retire, but I, oh, I'm you sure. know, there's a few, she's been there a good many. Um, so, what is the responsibilities of justice of the peace? Okay, I, now I, you actually have a law degree. I do. Okay, and I, I want people to be clear that no, you do not have to have a law degree in the state of Texas to be a justice of the peace. Correct. That's correct. Um, so a justice of the peace. I know a lot of people. You know, I was talking to my dad about this, and he thought it was signing death certificates and marrying people. And while those are definitely two things that justices of the peace do, they do a lot of really important legal decision-making. And they do things like signing arrest warrants, signing search warrants. They set bonds when people are arrested. They do evictions. They do truancies. They do small claims court up to $20,000. And I think where most people have come in contact with justice court is, and when I say justice court, that's what they call the court Mm -hmm. that justice of the peace presides over. Um, Where most people come into contact with justice court is traffic citations and other class C misdemeanors like possession of drug paraphernalia, maybe a very minor type of assault, something like that. So they cover a really broad range of legal issues. And even though it's not a requirement, as you said, for somebody to have a law degree, I think it's really important for somebody to have a deep understanding of these issues and of the law surrounding them, especially because... Um, I'm not sure if you knew this, but justice courts are not courts of record. There's no uh, recordings made. There's no court reporter. So a lot of what happens in there is based on trust and belief that the justice of the peace knows what they're doing. Um, And it's going back to, you know, old Texas days where, you know, you went in, you knew that you knew who your judge was. You know, and right. it was somebody local that, you know, and that they were they were looking out to help you through the process. Right. You know, they weren't looking, you know, yes, they've got a, uh, you know, they've got uh, limitations that are set by, uh, you know, the state legislature mm-hmm. that, you know, you've got to, you've 
got to make that call. But there's a lot of leeway that Justice of the Peace has that is not there in, as you said, the court of record in a lot of ways. Right. And it's that's why I think it's so important to have people who understand these things, because, you know, there are a lot of counties, particularly in East, particularly in East Texas and West Texas, where there may not be a lawyer that lives in that county. Right. But Hayes County is not that kind of county. You know, we have 250,000 people here, and we have a lot of really great lawyers, many of whom I call friends, who would be really good at these positions. And so I think it's time for us to make sure that we are putting the right people in the right jobs. You know, you don't have to be an accountant to be the county treasurer, but it's a really important asset. It's a really important qualification. And I think the same applies for justice of the peace. Okay. And on that note, we're going to take a quick station ID break here because it is uh, the 15 minute on the mark and we're going to come back. I know time goes, time goes quick here when we get talking (laughs) and we're having fun. I've got Paul Hill is here with us tonight and Paul is running for justice of the peace, Hayes County precinct two place two. And this is a new position. We're going to come back and talk about that race a little bit more when we come back and, uh, you know, I know the question everybody else is always asking, so how much money is he going to make? Yeah, so, you know, they, they yeah. ask me that. So we'll, we'll get to that when I come back here. Yeah, it's KZSM.org, True Community Radio. Thanks to everyone tuning in out there tonight. And uh, we will have this up on our uh, podcast here a little bit later on tonight, at least by the morning. So uh, make sure we get that out to you. And let's take a quick station ID break. This is KZSM.org, KZSM LPFM 104.1, San Marcos, Texas. And the views expressed on this show are those of the host and the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA, the governing board. And we are going to be right back after this uh, quick couple of announcements. Every Sunday afternoon from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. here on KZSM.org, Roots and Branches takes you down the highways, byways, side streets and back alleys of music. Join me, Tony Wilson, your hosting guide on this weekly journey through the wonderful world of music from Texas and beyond. All you have to do is log on and listen. It's just that easy. Hey, everyone, I'm Diesel D., co-host of KZSM's Veterans Hour. Every week on Mondays at 3 p.m., join me and my trusty sidekick, Steady Steve, as we pontificate and navigate through various issues relating to those who have served and those who have served those who served. From resources and history to our weekly Ask a Vet portion, we sit at the front window and watch the world go by, and we chat about all things fun, funky, and infuriating. Join me, Diesel D, and Steady Steve every Monday at 3 p.m. for Veterans Hour. We'll see you on the flip side. As a truck driver, I've learned how important road safety is. I know that large trucks need more time and room to stop. That's why I always hang back and follow other vehicles at a safe distance. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving, try to remember to always give trucks extra space when you merge in front of them. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. And we're back with you. Man, I forgot to 
That's why that was a little bit lower. I was talking over here and not keeping an eye that I did not have my one uh, feedback up. But, uh, yes, you are listening to Community Radio here in San Marcos, Texas, KCSM.org. And, yes, folks, it is that season. What season is it? Well, it is after Christmas, and you have got six weeks. And we're down now. It's actually five weeks till early voting, right? February 20th, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or it is okay so it is six weeks we still have then all right but that's not very many weeks to no. to go for a race and so in this race it is predominantly in dis in um uh um in precinct two yes the, the general precinct of uh, the county that's uh, that this is in right is predominantly democrat yes you know Okay, so this is the way, folks, everything we've talked about this, the gerrymandering, how things are all divvied up. And yes, we've got Democratic and we've got so you have to make your choices on where you're going to run. And this is brand new. So there isn't an incumbent makes it a little bit easier. But you've got a total of four people that are running in this race, correct? So it's actually five. And so there is an incumbent. There was somebody who was appointed to the seat. Oh, okay. Um, but we are running to be the first person elected to the elected seat, and there's the a seat. total of five of us running. Okay. Okay. So you are now, is there any other lawyers that are running or is this? No. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to swing back because one of the questions I asked that everyone's going to want to know is, all right, so how much does this pay? It's it's right at $100,000 a year, maybe a little bit less, yeah. uh, you know, the county calculates things based on tenure and experience sure, and sure. stuff like that. But it's right at or just under $100,000. Okay. And, you know, we were talking about this that, folks, that sounded like a lot a long time ago. But I'll tell you what, with taxes and living costs and everything else that, no, it's, uh, you know, that especially when you are looking at being a lawyer or going right. into public service, there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I've worked in public service my whole career and I have made a half to a third of what my colleagues who went into big law or even more commercial law doing family law and criminal law for hire. I have made a lot less than them. Right. And I think that's part of why lawyers historically have not been justices of the peace is because even though a hundred thousand dollars is enough to, to live comfortably in an area like Kyle, lawyers can make two or three times that in their own practice. And so it, mm. it takes a lot for somebody to step back and say, I'm going to, uh, to do this for less than I could potentially make for the sake of public service. And I do want to also note that this is a 724 job. You're on call. Absolutely. Okay. And it is, if there is, it is the middle of the night and there is an accident and you have to go and declare someone dead. You get up out of bed and you go out and you do that. Yep, absolutely. You know, and uh, if there is an emergency and, you know, for some reason that they need a warrant uh, signed, you're, you know, they're going to come knocking on your door and you open up and you, you know, say, what do we got here and what do we need to do and tell me about it? And you've got to make those decisions on the fly that can affect people's lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll just say I'm ready for that. You know, I'm a young, energetic guy. Um, I don't have kids. I have a whole zoo of animals at home. We've got three chihuahuas and a couple of pocket pets and a cat. Uh, but, pocket pets? Yes. Pocket pets. D- tell me about uh, pocket pets. I mean, we, uh, this is the, the important <laughs> stuff people want to know. Uh, we have two guinea pigs and a dwarf hamster. A dwarf hamster. Man, yes. that's going to be a, small. She's 
uh, pretty, she's, she's smaller than the computer mouse. She's, mm-hmm. she's real little and she's very cute. Her name is Mary. Uh, <laughs> she's only got three legs. Oh, okay. She's... <laughs> So, see, the things you didn't know about your candidates. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how can people find out about your campaign? How can they, because I'm going to ask you this one more time before we go, but I want to touch on it real quick here. Uh, So how do people find out? How do people get involved? How do they get you to come out to the house and have a talk with them? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a website, paulhill.org. You can also find me on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. I just I just joined TikTok, which I was hoping to avoid, but you know, that's a lot of political action happens on TikTok now. So I'm I'm very available online. Um I I have been to several uh Christmas events in Kyle. I'm block walking all the time. So if people want to find me, they can find me and I'm happy to answer any question about anything. And again, what you know, when people, when you meet them, are they, oh, it's politics. I'm not worried about an election. I don't, I don't vote. I'm independent. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what do you hear from people? So the first question I get is, what is the justice of the peace? Uh, and, and I mean, we've already gone over that. And I, I do get a lot of, you know, questioning voting in primaries, right? You know, people say, oh, well, they just vote for whoever their candidate is at the end of the day. So why does this matter? And something that's really important in this race, and I think we alluded to this before, is that the Democratic primary is the election in this race. There's no Republican in our race. There's five of us and we're all Democrats. So if you want to have a voice, if you want to have a say in who your justice of the peace is, you have to vote in that Democratic primary in the Kyle area. Um, And I recognize, you know, it's not the sexiest race. We're at the very bottom of the ballot. Exactly. Um, In fact, we're probably going to be the last race, but it is so important. And like you said before, we are one of those positions that really has a direct impact on people's lives. And while it may not affect you, a lot of people, you know, never come in contact with the justice court. But for people who are facing eviction, for people whose homes are being searched, for people who are being arrested, for people who are, um, you know, facing a lot of things, particularly that low-income people face, that is a huge, huge deal, who that person on the bench is. Because that person on the bench is seeing these people probably on the worst day of their life. Yeah. And you want somebody with compassion and with an understanding of the law making those decisions. And that's why I'm running. How many people, I mean, how many voters uh, do you have uh, that you've got to try to capture? Probably, uh, so the Democratic primary is probably going to be Five to six thousand in the area. In the area, right? Yeah. So if you figure out of that, you're going to have, let's just say, at a good case, eight percent probably are going to get out and vote. Mm. Okay, let's just say ten. We'll we'll give it a good. It's an easy one. So you say you got five thousand people. So. Well, sorry, sorry. I was saying that's about how many I anticipate voting. So yeah. there's probably fifty, sixty thousand registered that's what voters. I was, that's where I was right. getting. But and you still, five, so six you got thousand, five, six thousand yeah. split across four. You know, it's going to come down to, and then you've got a runoff too. Yes. If you do not have more than fifty percent, and that's what, when you get into a three and four way race, that's generally you're looking at either I'm just going to blow everybody else out of the water, or we're going to have a runoff. And generally, you do have a runoff, and there you even have less people involved. Right. Yeah. I it 
if you look at the the recent runoff that we had in Kyle, in Kyle. City mm-hmm. Council, you know, over a, a thousand fifteen hundred people voted in the initial election for City Council, and then just a couple hundred, you yeah, know, three hundred and yeah, some something something like that yeah, voted and, in the runoff. It's it really drops off. Now, for me, voting is my favorite thing to do. I'll vote yeah. every day if you wanted me to, but I know that for a lot of other people, it's difficult getting to the polls. It's difficult making time, putting the research and the effort into making sure that you're making the right candidates. And that's, I I recognize that. And so that's why I'm putting so much into this race. That's why I'm trying to get in front of as many people as possible. You know, even, you know, I'm at a radio station in San Marcos, but even if people here tell their friends in Kyle, that helps because. Well, and we're, we're Hayes County. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just our, our signal only gets to a certain point, but yes, it is Kyle. It's KZSM.org goes all the way around the world as we have uh, somewhere about 20, 30 people listening out there right now. So. And any just of the piece in the county can sign a warrant that affects any other part of the county. Yes. Their jurisdiction's countywide. So if and when I'm just of the piece, I could be signing a warrant for, for somebody who lives in St. Marcus. So it's really important to know who your justices of the piece are and what their background is and what their thinking is when they're making these decisions. In the last couple minutes that we've got, I, w- I do want to say about your youth, right? And that you've gotten involved and you've stayed involved. Yes. And that is kind of atypical for your generation in a lot of ways, you know, that you still believe in the power of voting. Oh, I do. So um, it comes from, I don't know if you're familiar with the program, American Legion, Texas Boy State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Boy State when I was 16 years old. And that's, for, for people who aren't familiar, it's like a youth leadership program that the American Legion puts on every year up at UT. And there's a girl state as well at TLU that's put by the Legion Auxiliary. Uh, I have friends that have done both. And it was at Boy State learning about civics and government and the importance of being involved that I had a real aha moment. I was like, this is it. You know, this is going to be it for the rest of my life. And I've been addicted to this stuff ever since. And it is just, it's, it's so important to me. And since I moved to Kyle, I have been intentionally integrating myself into the community there and into, you know, the, the political scene there and into the, the public service scene there because... This stuff is so important to me. You know, in, mm-hmm. in uh, Political Science 101, they say po- uh, politics is who gets what and when and why. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, sometimes people may feel that these decisions don't touch them, but they do, even if in indirect ways. And so this has always been important to me. It will always be important to me. You know, I'm going to be that 80-year-old guy knocking on your door, registering you to vote. You know, I, 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 this is a, a lifelong passion for me. So, Paul, as we close this out, why don't you give me the one-minute ele- one elevator pitch for everybody here? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm Paul Hill, and I'm running to be your next Justice of the Peace. I'm originally from San Marcos, Texas, and I live in Kyle now. And I'm running to bring legal excellence to the Hayes County Justice Courts. Every day, justices of the peace make very important legal decisions that impact your everyday life. And you want to have somebody there who has a legal background, who understands what these decisions are, and who understands the impact that these decisions have. I did not grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Um, I don't know if you know my father. He's physically Mm -hmm. disabled, and he hasn't been able to work my whole life. And... I have seen, you know, the struggle that he has gone through and the struggles that we went through as a family when I was younger. And I know the impact that government and politics can have on people's lives. And I have seen it work and I have seen it not work. 
and I want to be part of the solution. I want to be part of the system that works, and that's why I'm running for this position. All right. So, folks, Paul Hill in the Democratic primary here in Hayes County. And registration, is it this week? Is it the last that they can get in? I know it's got to be a month before... Well, it's coming up. If the early voting right. starts, uh, so you've still got to get us about another week or so. And I'm sorry, I should have had that up in front of me tonight. Yeah, I'm not sure on the date either, yes, to be honest. But uh, you do have to, it's it's coming up real quick. It uh, is. It's got to be a month before the early voting uh, that you can register and you can vote anywhere in the county. That's another story I'll have another night. But you can vote in any of the polling locations anywhere in the county. Okay, but you do have to realize that if you vote in the Democratic primary, you cannot vote in the Republican primary. You cannot uh, third parties. You know, you have chosen your party. Right. And that's how you choose the party in the state of Texas is by which primary you vote in. Right. And, And now to be clear that there is the opportunity for folks to file independently for this position. So, you know, we're saying, no, there isn't a a Republican that's going to be running. Mm -hmm. Could there be someone? Yes. We saw that in the, um, uh, November elections, uh, two years ago, uh, in, uh, place three, uh, or I'm sorry, place four, excuse me, Mm -hmm. um, where we had an independent that ran for county commissioner. Did a lot better than we expected, uh, but it is still a long shot by many. So, uh, you know, effectively, yes, independents don't win elections. It's either going to be Republican or Democratic. So, Paul, good luck to you. Thanks for coming Thank in you. and uh, being yeah. on We the People. And uh, this is Rob Work. We're going to take a quick station ID break. We're going to come on back. We're going to talk about some of the stuff going on around the county and uh, some thoughts coming in after the— uh, Uh, the holidays here about our interconnectivity and folks put those phones down take those earphones off and talk to people let's build community one brick at a time and that is up to you so we're gonna come back and talk about that after we take this uh, brief uh, break you are listening to kzsm 104.1 kzsm.org lpfm sam marcus texas and we'll be right back with you how many roads must a man walk down before they call him a man? Listen, speak, and learn from the many different voices of our diverse community. Join us from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Thursday of each month for Voices at the Table. This free series features guest speakers from different cultural groups in our community with the aim of building awareness and understanding of different perspectives and experiences. You'll hear from racial and ethnic groups, religious and spiritual groups, LGBTQIA, and other marginalized populations. Voices at the Table is brought to you by the San Marcos Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and meets at First Christian Church, 3105 Ranch Road 12 in San Marcos. Bring your questions and engage in lively dialogue. We'll see you there. HayesInform.com is your gateway to information that you need about emergencies here in Hayes County. If you go to their website, that is HayesInform.com, you will find 
all sorts of information from current alerts, upcoming events, and talking about safety here in our community. That is hazeinformed.com. That is your connection along with KZSM, LPFM 104.1. We are here to help in emergencies in the community. Go to hazeinformed.com to find out how you can be prepared. What's in the daily news? I'll tell you what's in the daily news. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the daily news. Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458. Anybody out there interested in chess? Join us at the San Marcos Local Chess Club. We get together every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at the San Marcos Public Library. All levels are welcomed. Everybody is welcomed. All ages are welcomed. It's a really chilled environment just to enjoy and play some chess all together. Set your imagination free. Join local creator Karen Cross for a monthly open studio session at the Price Center from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Wednesday of each month. Karen provides a friendly and happy space along with a variety of tips and techniques for creating by yourself or with others. She focuses on recycled materials and art journals. Bring a project and your supplies or just show up and plug in. Open studio sessions are free and open to all. Cash and art supplies donations, of course, are always welcome. The Price Center is located downtown at 222 West San Antonio Street. For more information, please call us at 512-392-2900. And we're back with you here in the station. You've got Rob Rourke, your host on uh, We the People here for the 5th of January. 2024. Yes, we are into the middle of it. And as we talked about there, the importance, whether you are Democratic, Republican, where you are at, you know, these are the people that are running to represent you. Now, once you get to the election uh, in the fall, November, whoever wins on this uh, race will be uh, uh, on the ballot. Well, you need to know who they are and you need to ask the questions. Now, don't assume people are just going to walk right in. It is good for them to know, for you to know their face, to talk to them, and to have that. You know, this is what happens in communities, is that we have someone that was here in Hayes County that has now came back uh, to give back to the community. 
and wants to be in public service, is not worried about making all this money, being the flashy guy on the billboard. He's not looking to go after all of these, uh, you know, truckers or, you know, motorcyclists, you know, injured in accidents that you see. You know, this is, you know, someone that knows the system and understands it. Now, part of that is that you definitely want to try to push back and to understand about, well, what are some of the things that you see that are impacting? You then go back and you talk about those things with your state representative. You go out to these meet and greets and you get them involved. Don't just go with the fluff, folks. You know, listen in to We the People, do a little bit of homework, and understand, you know, why is this important? Oh, is it going to make a difference? I'm just one of many. Yes, but when you vote, we talked about that, you make a difference. You get on the list. They know that you vote. You could be that one or two votes or the folks that you influence, the people that you bring to the table. You know, even if they're voting for someone else, who knows? But if you get your neighbors involved, you are the one that is known as the connector. All right? And that's what we're talking about here in a lot of ways. All right, a couple things in the news here for you that came across our news desk today that we'll talk about the uh, city of San Marcos. You know, we have been going through the summer. We were at the stage four drought restrictions for a while. Uh, San Marcos returns to stage two drought restrictions. City of San Marcos... Uh, uh, let's see. We have received needed rain and improvement in the drought, which enables us to announce the move to stage two drought restrictions, says director of SMTX Utilities, Tyler Horth. We will still encourage our water customers to conserve where possible so that we can make best use of our water resources. So what's stage two drought rules? Well, they limit the use of sprinklers to one day per week on the designated weekday determined by address. Irrigation using hose-ended sprinklers is allowed on the designated weekdays before 10 a.m. or after 8 p.m. So we've gotten some heavy rains. We got about an inch and a half this last week. And also... Um, the uh, trails out at uh, Purgatory Creek, Upper and Lower Purgatory, and over at uh, uh, Lime Kiln Road have been uh, temporarily uh, closed this weekend because of the rains and the washouts. They have not had a chance to get out and to check the, uh, uh, make sure that we have good, safe walking trails for everyone. So, um, you know, uh, be aware. It's a beautiful weekend. You're going to get out there. But guess what, folks? Oh, the pollen. I came back into this and it is killing me. I, you know, I hate this. It's some of the most beautiful time of the year. It's going to be a beautiful weekend to be out. And yet I have all of this uh, cedar is just flowing off the trees out there and uh, coming in with the wind. So, uh, Oh, I'm, I'm feeling cedar fever already. Uh, welcome back to Texas after two weeks off. Uh, glad to be with you. It was good to take a break. Good to be with the family. And, uh, you know, it was good to, uh, if I hadn't been with the family, we wouldn't have been able to have Mr. Paul Hill in here tonight. So uh, uh, shout out to my daughter and thanks for keeping us, uh, getting us connected and for having that. Um, so... We caught this yesterday. This was late in the day this came out. And um, the county uh, sent this press release out to a whole bunch of people. Carol, if you want to come on in, go on, go on ahead. I'll open the door here for you. 
have everybody it's not too bad out right now at least it's not raining and cold like it was did i get it i thought i did there you go that's the beep that i wanted to hear so hayes county hand delivers jury summonses now we'd saying this on um westover uh, hills for the uh, uh um, neighborhood and uh, someone had posted, you know, it's like I thought I had an eviction notice. It was hand taped to their door. And it is for like the 8th. They have to report in Monday. I mean, they don't even hardly give them time here because what happened? We don't really know, but what it looks like, uh, the press release from Hayes County says jury summonses are currently being hand-delivered following an error by a Hayes County vendor that has affected more than 6,000 jury notices throughout multiple county offices, according to Hayes County District Clerk Avery Anderson. Jury summonses have been printed and distributed to county constables who will hand-deliver the documents to prospective jurors for the upcoming January 8th trial setting. All right. It is an unfortunate situation due to the important nature of the cases. So you're going to look for those taped to your uh, mailboxes uh, or because they can't put it in your mailbox. Okay. That is only if it went through the Postal Service. So what happened? Evidently, someone didn't get it to the vendor or the vendor's getting thrown under the bus. I don't know. Maybe the vendor did screw up on it. We don't know. Just... Uh, uh, Avery came back and said, uh, yeah, we're going to fix this, and it's not good. And this is this, some of the stuff that is going on at the county. Remember, uh, you know, Avery uh, is uh, our district clerk, was 19. You know, he's now 20. And uh, I'm also thinking he may have a child because he is now Avery Anderson Sr. So he may have had a, a baby here in the last uh, year as well. Um, I need to find out on that one. Um, but uh, just it's it's not good that we are using our resources for our constables to have to go out and be mailman for 6,000 jury notices. And that's a lot that they were trying to get out and put into place. And so there's going to be more talk about this at the commissioner's court. We're going to be hearing about that. KZSM.org, True Community Radio. Let's take a quick station break here, and uh, we're going to come back, wrap up tonight. And Friday night with care. There you go, is in the house. And so we're going to be, yeah, stay tuned on that one, folks. Don't go anywhere. We have got live music and uh, talk and all sorts of great stuff going on tonight. We'll talk about that when we get back. KCSM.org, True Community Radio. Be right back with you, folks. What's up, everybody? This is Justin James Bridges, and you're listening to KZSM.org. You can tune in every Sunday at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time here in San Marvelous to catch me and all my wild friends here on Sundays Free with JJB on KZSM.org. On the radio, this is the Sweet Honey Bear Blues on Tuesday at 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock. You got me giving you what you just didn't know you needed. Mm-hmm. 
Join us at 11 a.m. on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month for two new half-hour back-to-back shows, Mothering Earth and Wonderful World. Mothering Earth, a show from Wimberley, features interviews with locals on important environmental issues in Hayes County. Mothering Earth will be followed by Wonderful World at 11.30. On the second Tuesdays of Wonderful World, hear all about the San Marcos River Foundation from host Diane Wasinich and her guests. On the fourth Tuesdays, host Aspen Navarro and her guests will have news from the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. Celebrate our wonderful world with your true community radio station, KZSM. And we're back with you here in the studio, KCSM. And this is Rob Burke with you here. And we are, uh, we've got, um, oh, uh, Mr. Castillo, who is running for, uh, now this is a contested uh, race for uh, Precinct 1-2 here in San Marcos. And he is going to be hopefully on next week. Uh, but we are still looking, you know, it is open. And as I told Paul earlier, this is your studio, folks. This is, you know, community radio. We go out there, 501c3. We raise money to keep the lights on, to have this studio here for you to come in. But you provide the content. You talk to your neighbors. You are the ones that ask the questions that we get involved, and that's what this is for. So this is what we volunteer. We come in here, and every week we give you an hour to two hours of our time to help to get the word out. So, you know, we're connected. And we do that through our 104.1, through our programming that we have on the air, that you can catch you know, out to Martindale, out to the uh, right at the border of Kyle and right over to the outlet malls and uh, the downtown area. And you can catch us in your, in your car. But we also go worldwide through KCSM.org. There's a lot of y'all that are listening in tonight and appreciate that. But we also then take these shows and we put them on podcast. So you can hear the shows at any given time, go back and listen. We can send those links, and you can find out about these people that we have in here. You can find out about new music. You can listen to these shows that we're talking about. But what happens you know, in this new day and age? You know, We talked about Paul started getting involved back. He graduated in uh, 2009, and... You know, a lot has changed from the time that he graduated to where he's at now. Look, he's 30 years old. He's like, I got to get a TikTok account, you know, and, uh, you know, for for running for a justice of the peace. So you've got all these different accounts, all these different ways that we're connected. But it's all short. It's all just very quick. It's these, what did I catch on, Paul? Yeah, I saw the video of him running for office. Hey, that caught my attention. Did I get a lot of other info out of that? No, but I was able to tell you all about that. That's how you catch people. That's how we do this. It's all about the flashes. It's all about the the short tension span. But how do we get deeper? And I was flying back. It was really interesting that, uh, you know, I've been working and flying since the early 90s. And used to be that you barely even had enough power to keep your phones on. You'd have to turn them off. You'd have to find a place at the airport to plug in. 
shoot, now on the airplanes, you can have your Wi-Fi, you can be connected. You're not even away from everybody for two hours. You've got the screens that tell you everything you want to know. You put on the headsets and you don't even talk to the person next to you that you're sharing two hours with. Now, a lot of times you don't want to talk to them, and that's fine. But that's what's happening out there right now, is that we are getting sucked in. We have to be part of the radio station. I have to be engaged with the community. We do that through social media. But we've got to make sure that it is not all social media. It's not just what I posted. It's not sitting there and spending all night just liking something and forwarding and sharing. It's challenging people to get out. It's having these candidates to come to your house. It's asking these candidates to come in and talk at our radio station. It doesn't have to be candidates. It's anyone in the community. This last year, we followed uh, a group that was over here that fought the smart terminal. And they came back on about two or three different times. Started out that they didn't think that they were going to be able to make any difference in the world. And they said, you know, we're just going to try. And it ended up that it uh, uh, just got to be too much for the developer. They pulled out. And so now a different card has been laid down. Yes, you can make a difference. You get out for some of these candidates in your area. And find out, and, uh, you know, this is, is it San Marcos? No, this is Kyle. Are we Hayes County? Yes, we're Hayes County. Wherever it may be, the races are important. The people that are running, whether it's Democrat or Republican, you need to know who these candidates are. Maybe they've got a shot, maybe they don't. So, small races like this, oh, yeah. You know, there's, there's five people and there's an incumbent that uh, um, Paul didn't want to get into this, but I will, is that uh, they don't even have the court set up. It was approved this last year. And uh, uh, Judge Smith, is, uh, her uh, court is just swamped. And we've got this, why aren't we moving forward? What do we need to do to get this court functioning? There's a lot of leadership. There's a lot of things that have to happen. So you need to ask the questions. You need to get out with your people and stay connected, folks. Realize that more and more uh, we're dealing with computer systems here that uh, Windows 10 is uh, going away. We're going to have to go to Windows 11 by 2025. It's going to require us to have to go up. We can't maintain and stay independent. You've got to be connected. Wow. What happens when the internet goes down? <sighs> We're quiet. So what we've got here is a hodgepodge of analog and digital so that we can go and that we can still send stuff out through radio waves, get you a 104.1 tuned in radio in your vehicle or a hand radio that you can put in your house or you can have for emergencies. Wow, what a concept. But don't rely on everything to be connected. 
Don't fall for it. Make sure that you are also turning off the phone. You've got your time. Make that family time at dinner. And phone's off. Everybody shut them down. There's a time and a place. Folks that want to get in touch with you, make sure that you have that important time. I talked to uh, one of our hosts this morning about that it was important for them to get away. And they were like, well, no. You know, I said, no, it is. With your family right now at the ages that they are. You know, I'm not saying he thought it was that, you know, he's putting a lot of work in here at the station. I said, no, you know, it's I needed to get away for two weeks. But our folks here, you need that time with your families because that's the important thing. That's the future. And if we concentrate so much on what's going on right now, we get angry about what's going on now, we don't concentrate on the future. That's where we're going to lose it, folks. It's KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And uh, just a uh, quick reminder here, I was over at the bank today. Kirby Lane has some coupons. You can find them over at the Frost Bank here, but they're around downtown. Uh, 30% off for friends and family of Kirby. It expires on 3-1-2024. I've got one here if anybody wants to uh, take this one here from the studio, but we'll try to see if we can get some more for you. Um, but... Uh, Look for deals. You know, there's a lot of businesses that are struggling. We are going to be having uh, coming up here this next uh, in uh, the 16th of the month on Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock. We are going to be having the Downtown Association. Uh, we'll be interviewing uh, Josie Folletta from the city, and they are going to be having a regular uh, uh, session. We're going to be alternating between the uh, uh, Wonderful World, which is the San Marcos River Foundation and the San Marcos Greenbelt Association, and we're going to be uh, going and uh, also having the library come in. So a lot of good stuff happening. Um, we've got coming up real soon on uh, Saturdays. We have got a uh, some folks that are going to be doing... Um, uh, some bluegrass music. So lots of great shows coming up, but you know what? It is time for me to go. Friday Night with Kara is coming up next. Folks, thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks again to Paul Hill for coming in. And folks, get out there. Make a difference locally. Bye now.